You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features audio from a previously aired live video webcast. Yes, it is. I was going to eat it while we did this, but I'm just going to make it better instead. We're live. Zach is eating human beef. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not really um, beef if it's human. It's, it's, yeah, right? It's pork. It's just um, pork. So I am uh, Tara. I am the organizer, aka Queen Regent of Ice and Fire Con. Um, this is the first of a few weeks in a row where we're doing some uh spooky themed panels uh meant to start this a little earlier but it's been a really busy couple months you guys uh so in lieu of unfortunately not having ice and fire con next weekend um we're just trying to put out some virtual content for everybody to enjoy and tonight's uh little virtual panel is uh we're having you what is it we're having you for dinner right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We're having you for dinner. It's about cannibalism in Songs of Ice and Fire. Uh, and I'm just going to let my fellow panelists introduce themselves and then we'll uh, dig right in. Uh, we'll start with Chloe. Chloe over here. Hi, I'm Chloe. Uh, I am the mistress of whispers for Ice and Fire Con. It's why my hair is so big. It's full of secrets. I am also a co-host on Girls Gone Canon, where we're covering His Dark Materials and A Song of Ice and Fire, point of view by point of view right now. Hi, I'm Wendy Nerd. I am a Twitch streamer. For You can find me on twitch.tv slash wendynerd. You can also find me on Twitter um, at twitter.com slash thewendynerd or wendynerdwrites.tumblr.com. I'm a meta writer. I'm an essayist. I'm a opinion haver person. And I'm an idiot. So, uh, and I wear ridiculous costumes all the time, as you can see. So, hi. I'm Zach. I'm also an idiot. I'm on Game of Owns <laughs> podcast that I co host with my friend Hannah. And we talk about Song of Ice and Fire. Here we are. Well, it originally gave Game of Thrones, right? But like now there's no more shows. So, everybody's just all yeah, Ace all, all the time. Yeah. What else mm-hmm. are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. It's great, actually, for me. Talk about the Hedge Knight. <laughs> Come on. Um, Okay, so this will run, we're going to run about an hour uh, for this panel tonight, like normal, normal convention panel time. We'll try not to go over. Uh, If there's anybody watching live, please join us in the chat, ask us questions, you know, interject. We'll do our best to, um, you know, include anybody who has things to, they want us to talk about, et cetera, et cetera. so uh, this panel was the lovely Chloe's idea, but I just loved the idea of it. Uh, just I, to be honest, it's not something we've ever even talked about at Ice and Fire Con, and we've delved into some pretty specific topics, um, but it is the right time of year to talk about the creepy things. So um, we, and, and, and honestly, you know, cannibalism, it's not something that is ever really, it's always kind of hinted at sometimes very, very strongly in the series. Um, I think there are some specific mentions, uh, but, you know, generally it's kind of that thing we all know happens, uh, but, but it's never, you know, specifically stated that that it is exactly what is happening. Um, So uh, (laughs) I don't know, Chloe, you, you did more of the research on like the history of panel uh, cannibalism and everything. Um, I know the most about eating people here, and I would like that to be known amongst all of my friends in close quarters here. We've all been amongst each other. We know. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know that much about eating people, but I I have done a little bit, especially because cannibalism is such a broad spectrum of a theme in fantasy, in religion, in culture. I mean, the idea of cannibalizing something for power doesn't always have to be flesh, which I think we'll talk about. And there's a bunch of different types of cannibalism. There's ritualistic, there's sacrificial, survivalism, uh, sexual cannibalism we'll talk about, I'm sure. And it's something that's very strong in warfare and in dehumanizing of people like Japanese soldiers in World War II who were obviously starved and low on supplies, but were also famous for horrible war atrocities. They would eat bodies of Korean or Chinese. There's also endocannibalism, where tribes would consume ground up bones and ashes of cremated kinsmen in an act of mourning, which is classified as endocannibalism, but flesh technically isn't being eaten in the the flesh form. 
And those aren't really believed to be driven by need for protein or other food. That's more of a ritualistic type of cannibalism, something that's more of an honor. There's a book by someone named Beth Conklin who wrote that it's called Consuming Grief, Compassionate Cannibalism in an Amazonian Society, which depicts modern cannibalism practices in the Wari tribe of the Amazonian rainforest, which is a lot about expression of compassion and grieving for the loved ones and giving them safe passage to another world. So interesting. It's not always in these crazy savage cultures, as you might think in A Song of Ice and Fire with like the Skagosi, for example, I'm sure we'll talk about tonight. It's not always as it seems, I don't think. Yeah, there's a lot of cases of cannibalism in movies where it's considered like the ultimate taboo. Um, among them, like uh, I'm thinking of like movies like Ravenous and Bone Tomahawk. And of course, the famous Cannibal Holocaust and all the ripoffs of that, um, where the, it's definitely played up like, look at these savage cannibals. Although if you watch Cannibal Holocaust, it's 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 one of those, it's pretentious, but it's like one of those movies where it's like, who are the real cannibals? Because it's basically a bunch of white people going into the Amazon and being complete monsters to these people. And then revenge happens. Um, like a turtle too. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the animal cruelty is not great. Also, the you know the rape and the murder and everything. Uh, but yeah, like there's it, it it shows up in so many things. Like um, in Vampire of the Masquerade, there's a uh, there's a there's a clan of vampires called the Nagaraja that don't just drink blood but also eat flesh. Um, and then there's also various fairy tales where cannibalism is a theme. Uh, like uh, Hansel and Gretel, and um, and then in Snow White, the evil queen wants uh, Snow White's heart to eat so she can absorb her beauty. And I mean, I feel like, which is not the Snow White that I mean, that is the original like grim fairy tale Snow White. You know what I mean? That's not the one that that uh, I guess like especially people of our generation grew up on where. Um, there was no bathing in the blood of virgins type of uh, stuff going on in our, our Disney fairy tale era. <laughs> Had to clean um, up the edges of real life just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because it's Disney. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes yeah. right now. Um, so, well, I mean, they uh, also left out the part where the prince uh, keeps keeps. Uh, Snow White as a corpse, and then huh. rapes her corpse for months Jeez. on end. Damn, so fairy tale, like we're yeah no there that's also that's in, like the original original fairy tale. Like actually, the witch. So not even not like, even the grim version. Like, oh, the, not even the grim version. In like one of the oldest versions, she's still a corpse even after he kisses her. But she's such a beautiful corpse, he takes her home. And it's only after, and it's actually a um, poisoned hairpin that mm -hmm. kills her. And it's only when he insists upon marrying the corpse, and then the his mother goes to dress up the her the bride to be, I guess, and she pulls out the poisoned hairpin, and that's what brings Snow White back to life. That's the one with also the and, poison laces too. Yes, on the corset. The apple was still mm -hmm. there. It's just far that there there were several. It up. There's, yeah. some, uh, there's several ways of poisoning. There's many ways we can skin a princess. You guys, I just read. I just read the chat, and Jeff just said like, like fuck. Just said uh, good evening to Jeff only. So exactly. I have to say, <laughs> um, it's okay. I'm just gonna threaten him with the terrible picture of us from Ice and Fire from 2017. <laughs> uh, so anyway, moving on. Um, other than other than actual real life um uh you know when i say real life i mean like the fairy tales that we know from like for from historical purposes um there's it's it's not just aceloff that brings up uh you know cannibalism obviously um uh i know chloe mentioned uh in his dark materials this might be was this in the first book it's in the second, but there's no spoiler because you don't know what it means if you haven't okay. read the second book. So it's not I, I am almost I apologize. Done. It's no, 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 no. I'm almost I haven't read it since I was 15 book, so. and I need 
Um, I haven't read it since I was Basically, the Pansier born think that uh, there's the Pansier born who are bears. They're beautiful Arctic bears. And they think that eating someone is a sign of respect for them. Like instead of letting another lesser animal eat your friend after they die, you should eat them yourself, which that's very respectable. I think like taking one for the team, quite literally eating one for the team. Yeah, convenient too. Yeah. I mean, and that that's actually, I, I can't remember exactly when the His Dark Materials books were published, but, you know, this is kind of the more modern, um, you know, I guess, take, quote unquote, on cannibalism uh, to go along with the Song of Ice and Fire stuff. Um, obviously, there's there's definitely some of it in mythology, uh, but um, I guess, and to be honest, I don't, I've never really read much Anne Rice, but there is some in Queen of the Damned. Um, uh -huh. which I, 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 I watched that movie a million years ago, and I, I remember next to nothing about it. And I Oh, well, it's it's not in the movie. They, 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 oh, they leave okay. out almost everything about Akasha's backstory in the Queen of the Damned movie. In the books, um, the twins, Maharet and Makare, um, are from an ancient tribe of people that like um one of the things that they do they're witches and the, one of the things they do is they eat their family uh or family members after they die it's like considered this like sacred rite of passage and like um akasha comes in and invades and destroys their tribe uh in the midst of their funerary rites for their mother where they were going to eat their mother's brain and eyes and um and uh, ultimately, like, and so, yeah, that's, like, just a thing that happens with their tribe. Um, and that's in the Anne Rice books. I'm trying to remember. There's also Wendigo myths um, where people become ravenous, skin and bones, hunter-type things. Uh, because when they resort to cannibalism as, like, a punishment. Yeah, there's uh there's a really messed up Stephen King book, which that could say that could be many of them. I'm sorry, I could be a little more specific. Uh, but Survivor Type, it follows a shipwreck surgeon who ends up pulling a Vargo Houghton having to eat himself. Uh, but this is a good one. He uses smuggled cocaine to anesthetize his body first. How does that work? Like how do they do that in the book? Does he just rub it all over with wounds that he makes? Yeah, it's uh it, Basically, it's a little, how do I say this? Suspension of disbelief. Okay. You know? Yeah, like you have to believe this guy's going to end up out surviving on an island on his own, smuggling cocaine, shipwrecked, you know, on his own time anyways. And then you have to believe he's so hungry he's going to eat himself after doing all the cocaine. Or, yeah, he's on so much cocaine he thinks that's a good yeah. idea to eat. So it, it's kind of like a Stephen King book is what I'm trying to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, they're not all winners, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a couple winners, but... I don't really know who is doing a bunch of cocaine and then wants to eat anything, let alone people, <laughs> but, you know. I mean, I guess you just get bad ideas. I think that's the thing. Yeah, Wasn't right. there a case sure, Are we sure it wasn't bath salts, okay? <laughs> yeah, like, pizza or PCP. Are bath salts and PCP the same thing? I don't even know. No, I don't either. think so. I think <laughs> bath salts right, are PCP, like a PCP, classification PCP. for drugs that are, like, unnamed. That, like weird. Are they the, are they the are same unnamed. thing? <laughs> It's bath salts? Lots of different things I think are bath salts. No. Also, real bath salts are bath salts too. You can't you, like some of those you just don't do. No. Um, you just put your bath. None of them. Anyways, yeah, we got a tangent about we here we here at uh, Song of Ice and Fire Con, Ice and Fire Con do not endorse the smoking of actual bath salts. No, do not. That's how you take bath salts. Go. I was just remembering that time where the guy in Miami like was running around Me like too. fighting people. Okay, no, no, no. Same one thing happened to some. I think that was, but somebody else on PCP once in like LA or something once ate somebody or tried to eat somebody. And of course, we have Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and also the, the um, I mean, that, that's the thing, like, there's definitely been real life, like, and not even, not super party. recent, but yeah, the Donner Party. Um, I mean, it also, I mean, in other, in other, like, modern media, Fargo, right? That, that happens in Fargo, correct? There's a wood chipper I know, but I don't know if they eat the body. I, they I, might thought, just be I thought there was, I thought there was cannibalism. Are you, are you talking about the show or the movie? <laughs> the movie. <laughs> it's been a long time, y'all. Uh, but there's there's definitely cannibalism in The Walking Dead. Um, in I think several cases, honestly, like the, there's the hunters are the only ones that like specifically. 
uh, do it, but there's, I'm pretty sure there's more than one, especially in the comics. Um, there's uh, cannibalism in American Horror Story. Oh, Hannibal, yes. Yep. Hannibal, yes. Hannibal is next one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can't leave out Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal. Hannibal, no, no. Hannibal is, uh, he's our favorite cannibal, I think. Mods Mickelson version, anyways. I don't know. I like the four guys that end up getting burnt by Stannis's southern men. I feel for them, but that's just me. I feel for them that's too. Just, we'll get there, we've but... been over this, Chloe. We've been over this. <laughs> One of them's like 16 years old. It's so sad. So sad. Uh, there is, you know, speaking of like high fantasy, C.S. Lewis's silver chair actually has your protagonists are staying with like giants at one point and the giants feed them venison. But later it's revealed that the venison is from a talking stag, which is basically cannibalism in Narnia, <laughs> fuck Narnia, but like it's basically cannibalism in Narnia. So, I mean, it's, it's like a, it's kind of like the idea of, you know, trading that bit of life for death as we talk about in a song of ice and fire and uh, death food. for life. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, th there's a good point of the idea of like, all cannibalism has power behind it in one way or another, whether it's emotional power or survival power or power power, like King's blood power. Uh, it, it's almost when you think of, you know, uh, plants, chlorophyll, right? Like when they just make their own, make their own food, their own cannibalization food. So I don't know. It, it, I, I think cannibalism isn't constantly the worst choice. Anyways, we'll get into that. <laughs> We are giving our the words, right? Are we all are we're all supposed to come to terms with our takes on cannibalism in this hour, right? Yeah. Is that what this is about? Jeff has I mean, a question that's not an insult. Should, should I read it out? Jeff has a question that's actually a question, not an yeah, insult. Let's uh let's look at Jeff. So Brendan B. Fish, famed podcaster, uh said in the chat, What would you say to the idea the burning works to end the snow and save Stannis, but it's only because it's human sacrifice to the old gods, not Relor? We didn't go over that in the podcast, so that's actually a pretty interesting I, question. Sure. I mean, I feel like I, I don't know, like because well, here's the thing: do they eat? The, are those the people that they eat? I it's been a while, y'all, since I've read. Uh, so those could be good people to eat because you're cooking them. So yeah, yeah I, that. I mean it. If it was, I mean, the thing is, is if that was the motive, sure, but that wasn't what the motive was. The motive was the southern men thought that was a bad. Thing and that could, anyways. Let's not get into semantics. But if if we were in a what if scenario, maybe Brendan B. Fish, maybe if we were in a what if scenario, sure. I think it's but, definitely possible, especially since we have signs that the old gods are present, really, really like all over that chapter, and especially yeah. like in later chapters, as we've seen that the old gods are like brands there. We know brands there to an extent. Um. And uh, and then you know, and we know Bran has had some brushes with cannibalism himself. I mean, I would say he's yes. possibly had the most. Yes. Of mo of modern uh, modern like current current time of the Ace Lock characters, Ace Lock characters. Yeah. like um, if we if we all believe the theories about um, the sow. That cold hands. Uh, Out of theory. I believe. I believe it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't trust cold hands at all. I know everybody but that's wants the thing. to know, it's, but it's, it's it's not a theory because it's literally we see the vision through summer, and summer sees the mutineers, and we hear like it's the mutineers. She sees like the dead guys, and then the meat comes, and he's like, yeah, "It's court." Yeah, the only I reason I think that anybody uh, anybody wants to believe it, the only reason I think anybody's in denial about it, that being Long Pig is because people think Cold Hands is Uncle Benjamin, which like and that not Uncle Benjamin, he couldn't be a cannibal. Yeah, he no, could. No. <laughs> yeah, he could. <laughs> he totally one hundred percent could. And there's also I was thinking about the White Walkers like earlier, and I forgot to put it in our document, but like considering they reanimate corpses and they are kind of human-esque what do we think like is there is that almost a form of cannibalism in itself when they resurrect people or make white walkers from babies or whatever commanding flesh move the concept mm -hmm. around i think it might work but I'm, I'm just grateful that they don't eat people that's not something mm -hmm. that we're we're facing that they that you know south. Yeah, exactly. we know yeah imagine if that was part of it though at this point they were also eating people that would be extreme yeah if they like were having zombies now. 
Well, I mean, and I guess let's, let's like, I think we need to define like the, and when I say define, I mean very loosely the term cannibal, because like, if you are um, a dragon eating humans, I don't think that makes, like, it don't, you are a cannibal. And, and I, I, again, I know that this isn't the technical meaning of the term cannibal, but like, if you are a cannibal, to me, that is you are eating those of your own kind. Is that not cannibalism? Mm -hmm. Is that not what it is? I, I thought that there was a more specific um, definition to it. I, I, I honestly um, could be wrong about the exact definition. But generally, like you're eating, like like cannibalism is eating those of your own kind. So like uh, someone in the chat yeah. was asking, you know, like about Shaggy Dog, like until I see Shaggy Dog eating me another dire wolf or maybe even just another wolf, mm -hmm. I would say no. Um, well, it's funny. Vicious and uncontrollable and he's, that I would not put it past them one bit to do that. But so far we have not seen him. And, and that's the thing, like animals attack others of their kind all the time. They don't necessarily eat others of their kind. Yeah. yeah. They carry around well, their like bones and Skagos, stuff. Well, Skagos, like there, it's rumored to be cannibal city, you know? Um, <laughs> and that's like, like a whole like thing. And, and then we've also got Bran eating human meat as while well, warging into summer and noting mm. its taste. So... Yeah, does that oh yeah, I, I, I think that makes Bran a cannibal because yeah. he is yeah. experiencing the actual consumption. It might not be, well, because it, it, it's not his physical body. He doesn't receive sustenance from it, but he he is he knows what he's doing and he knows it's wrong deep down. And he he yeah, like he's experiencing like the taste and the feel of it. I think that I think that that's a close enough connection mm -hmm. uh, to be considered cannibalism. For Do sure. we think it's a bad thing? That cannibalism is a bad thing. Is that the overall I do. of the panel? Yeah. So no, cannibalism I mean, it's my... is bad. Mm -hmm. What about the Panzer Bjorn? Why? Why do you think it's bad though? Yeah. Well, because it's gross. <laughs> yeah, I, that's the I thing. Don't like gross stuff. Have you ever been if hungry? You're, if you're uh, murdering, yes. if you're murdering somebody to eat their flesh for funsies, like, like, like for funsies, like, that's blah, blah, blah. bad. Yes. Yes. Like, but, but also about like also, the Kingsbury situation. It's it's I understand. Like it's understandable. But I do think like it's not if you're gonna do it, it should be something that's done only in the most extreme circumstances, I guess. That's like I don't think you should uh seek I mean, it out listen, or anything. like I don't mind eating cow or pig or chicken. I wouldn't eat dog or horse or cat. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you know, because they're like because no, they're no. I, they're yeah, knowingly, I I would never ever choose. And honestly, if I found out that I'd eaten them, I'd probably throw up. Have you ever but eaten like, deer? like venison? Oh yeah, 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 deer. Mm -hmm. okay. I've had venison. Word. I, I think there's for me there's a difference between like like not just domesticated animals, but domesticated like pet animals that are companions, and you know, so, so and 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 I, again, like it's one of those things where it's like I wouldn't necessarily judge somebody for eating those things, but like. I, when it comes to other people, because here's the other thing, like when we're talking about animals eating others of their kind, I mean, Panzerbjörn is a different, that's a different subject because they're, uh, you know, sentient, but like when we're talking about non-sentient animals, like eating others of their kind, it's like, you know, like it, it, they're still animals, right? Like that's, that's an animal would, a dog would eat, would kill and eat another dog if they were hungry enough, or a cat would kill and eat another cat. My cat ate its puke tonight. My cat literally oh. puked, and then both of them fought over That's who was going to try to eat it, and I had to pull them away. Yeah, it's kind of, it's part of you. I mean, right. I'm just saying, yeah. and they'd eat well, if one you of them was dead. Yeah, the they would eat the other if one eat of them was dead. Little kids eat their boogers. Yeah, I was, is there nutrition in boogers or fingernails? I never thought. I don't know. This, this is actually dust. getting too gross. You know, this cannibalism conversation is getting too gross. Okay, uh, Lady Hornwood, forced into auto Yeah, yeah. I mean, and here's here's the other thing is like I nope. I I don't know. Like, if I was really that hungry, would I eat a part of myself before I would eat another human? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Well, so there's a lot of that that we hear in A Song of Ice and Fire, right? Like that's not, like we mentioned earlier, Vargo Hope, for example, that's punishment that Gregor lays the punishment down and feeds him his dismembered limbs over time. And he thinks it's some crackling wonder. Oh. Anyways, 
Uh, I'm sorry, just the idea of being dismembered and then fed it, that's a little different too, okay? A little different situation, but... Which is uh, the Walking Dead too, by the way. Yes, wait, absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. Um, have you ever seen A Nightmare on Elm Street 5? No. Mm -mm. Okay, so there's a kill in no. Nightmare on Elm Street 5 where um, Freddy... Uh, there's this girl who has like eating disorders because her, she's a model and her mom is crazy and he has her have a dream where she eats like a doll of herself but then is being force fed her own stomach while people laugh at her. So there's that. That's cannibalism. Auto cannibalism. Oh, okay, I just thought of a really gross um, example too. Um, I guess auto I guess cannibalism happens a lot in porn because anything that involves uh swallowing i guess is that does that count as cannibal does that count as cannibalism i don't know if fingernails do that definitely does for sure yeah well if puke counts then that counts for sure it sure does zach and i think there's a certain amount of self-cannibalization that we see in the series mixed with sexual cannibalization and uh, recently, one of my uh, co-hosts, another one of my hosts, Sundrill's Gone Canon, Eliana, has been talking a lot about cannibalism in a song of Ice and Fire on her podcast. And one of our friends, by Donica on Tumblr, wrote a really cool meta about this. And I, like cool enough that I logged on to Tumblr for the first time in however long, right? But what she said, anymore? <laughs> no, she wrote this basically about some of the sacrifice in the King's Prize and how the recurring theme of incest in the story is also kind of a form of consuming your own flesh and blood. Uh, and she wrote about how the Targaryens practice incest to preserve their connection to the dragons, but also this behavior cannibalizes their destiny because behind the stillbirths and all the mental illness is this cannibalization of them marrying each other and practicing this incest. So real life examples are, for example, Queen Victoria's hemophilia, which within a few generations killed off some of the royal houses in Europe and the male descendants. And besides pharaohs, George also has these in mind, other real life examples of dynastic inbreeding. Craster is a huge example of this because he practices incest as a means of survival and then rapes his own daughters to produce male heirs to give to the others and to sacrifice to the others, much like another Cronus parallel subjecting his heirs to the sacrifice. So in Craster's character, you get the incest, the cannibalism, as we learn, because he runs out of pigs, and ritual sacrifice, oh, ritual sacrifice overlap and a big ball of horror. It's really interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, also, like, the oh, with Craster, with Craster's, uh, daughters and 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 i mean who is it that he is serving up again um i can't i honestly can't remember it's like when 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 he when he runs out of pigs or whatever but uh i mean just the fact of of his like the like chloe said the, the cannibalizing of like the bloodline essentially like you see that in I mean, in the Targaryens, you see it in the madness, but they're still all, you know, like generally pretty attractive and, uh, you know, they, they look the same, but they're all still like attractive kind of physically for the most part, healthy people. But then with Craster's daughters, um, you know, the ones that they're the ones that he keeps alive, they're they're just generally weaker. And I mean, I, I can't remember how Gilly is described, but none of them are attractive people. Like they're all I kind of like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the I'm bloodline. sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the constant, you know, rehashing of that bloodline. Yeah. When he's, when he's I mean, again, because his his bloodline is even more screwed than the Targaryen one. Let's be honest, because yeah. they did at least at some point introduce. Uh, people cousins yeah 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 there were there were cousins and yeah, and yeah. aunts and uncles and thank god, god for house valerian guys yeah, thank right. god yeah. for house valerian <laughs> i mean don't get that thankful that's not that far down the tree okay no. i know no i'm i'm being obviously exaggerating compared to <laughs> exaggerating. being the only dad of all those Thank the Durandans. i think that's the best we could do there is thank the Durandans. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, there's, there's, um, outside of, uh, and, and we, I mean, if you guys want to keep delving into the idea of, uh, incest as a sort of cannibalism, um, in a way, you know, they're not, they're not physically eating each other, 
for the most part up until you know Crasser runs out of pigs but um but there's there's also like so many other examples um i mean we've already mentioned the skagosi uh i mean and they're kind of we don't really know much about them yet we only know that we only know the basics that we've been told uh which is that they definitely used to like raid and and kill the men of other islands and then like you know, so they could keep their women um, and they would eat the men that they killed. Um, of course, there's, there's, uh, the, the, I can't remember what they're called, but the clan, the, there's one of the clans that's like north of the wall that we absolutely. The Thens. Is it the Thens? Yeah, the Thens, the Thens. I, for some reason, I always want to like forget that it's the Thens because I just keep remembering. It's uh, the not Thens the Thens. Then- uh, uh, Ice River. It's the Ice River clans. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's not the show. They made it the in thing. the show, they made it the Thens. And the that's always, brown. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what that's what's confused me because, like, in the books, it's like no, no, no. That one Then married uh, the the. Oh my God, whose name is escaping me? Alice. Alice. Arstark and Sigourn. Yeah, yeah, Sigourn. Thank you. And I'm like, no, no, no. The Thens are like they're not good people, but like they're not cannibals. Like, yeah. They're and not. we see, yeah, but don't. like don't we see people or haven't eaten people, but they're savages. Everyone, they are so. the free no. folk are savages. You see, so and I think we're gonna see that with Skagos, right? Like, I think we're being fed, haha, uh, we're being fed some lies there. I don't think that the Skagosi, I think the Skagosi probably do it for more ritualistic purposes if they're eating meat. I don't think they're just eating meat from humans left and right for fun. I think yeah. that it's a ritualistic thing. I think they probably. I feel like the Starks would have intervened at some point. I feel like the Starks would have intervened at some point if that were actually true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're far Not enough really out that. that nobody really cares about them. Like they're, I, as far as we know, nobody's given a crap about the Skagosi or been to that island in a long ass time. Like kind of like a we don't that, don't tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. we, we don't tell you. Uh, Sarah Charles brought up a very good example, like um, Tyrion, the bowls of brown, and Tyrion giving people he doesn't like uh, to. Um, oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was definitely something on our list to talk about because we all know what is like. We all know that the mystery meat in those bowls of brown isn't always rats. Yeah. No. No, it ain't. Um, and and the thing is, like the people, the people who live there who live in flea bottom are too poor to care i think it's like they're just excited to get some meat in their stew mm-hmm. yeah i mean and, and also yeah it's definitely a don't ask don't tell thing but also i think that they, the the people the people that live there they don't necessarily know that there are people like Tyrion giving people they don't like to the cooks in flea bottom like also yeah. they don't necessarily have a choice because of the people like Tyrion. right mm-hmm just putting that out there. Which yeah, is, I, love, I love reminding everybody that Tyrion's a piece of shit. I love oh, that. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. I, like I think that Tyrion, A, he is a great character. B, I think he's got a lot of fucking issues. C, I think he's done a lot of messed up shit. But D, he's likable for a reason when you first meet he's him. He's likable, but he's he's also a bad person. Let me, let me finish my thought. Uh, he's likable for a reason, but he's also we're supposed to like him. Like it, it doesn't matter if we don't objectively, you're supposed to be like that Tyrion, he's a bad apple, but I kind of like him. You know, I kind of like his rebellious style. So he's going to have some sort of like good outcome someday, you know, maybe I think he's going to, I think he's going to trick Daenerys into burning down King's landing, but that's just me. Yeah. Trick. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Daenerys has to be tricked into anything. Um, but, uh, so, so I mean, I, is there anything else about the bowls of brown, like other than just like we know that people are literally like classism? It's classism. Wait, didn't, didn't Gendry? Didn't Gendry at some point talk about the bowls of brown? I think briefly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, there's so many characters that that mention them, or and really, yeah. But Gendry's one of the characters of, that would have actually eaten them. It's a lot of mentioning and passing. I think. Did they? Did he talk about people being in it? Or just talk about the bowls. I don't remember. Yeah, cause, well, because that's the thing. Like, like the thing is that we don't really get the POVs from the people who would be eating that stuff. Like, yeah. our, our PO, all of the POV characters in this series, with the exception of a couple of the um, prologue and epilogue characters, are 
highborn. Like mm-hmm. they all are. So none of them are eating bowls of brown. So we, we kind of, we know what goes on because of what Tyrion does. And because of, I think it's Arya. Arya definitely has, uh, uh, Arya has to eat bowls of brown at, or she does eat bowls of brown at one point. Um, when she's mm-hmm. like living as a rat in the streets of King's Landing or whatever, I believe. Well, but and uh, even over in Bravos, right in the house of black and white, they feed her, meat and she kind of gets weird and suspicious about it about it being pale and she's like kind of horrified he's like no no it's only pork child so again back to that idea with brand it's only pork it's only pork other white meat i don't think it's only pork uh and i read a I'm trying to remember where i read it was probably reddit or something but somebody said something interesting about thinking like maybe that's how the faceless men get their powers similar to how brand would get extra powers from the weirwood from blood sacrifice, right? Like the faceless men maybe through cannibalization take power from that human's life force. And that's how they're able to do the faces because after that, what does Arya get access to? So you think it's eating maybe? And you think that could have been human meat that Arya had? Could be, could yeah, be. I've, I've always wondered about that, about them and the like sort of- And, and then there's the Jojen pace theory. Okay. That that runs with the Jojen Pace theory. Um, do you want me to read the bit uh, from Bran 1 in A Dance with Dragons? Sure. Sure, yeah. All right. Um, Behind her, Hodor was to- tearing eagerly at a chunk of hot charred pl- flesh as blood and grease ran down into his beard. Wisps of smoke rose from between his fingers. Hodor, he muttered between po- bites. Hodor, Hodor. His sword lay on the earthen floor beside him. Jojen Reed nipped at his own joint with small bites eating each chunk of meat a dozen times before swallowing. The ranger killed a pig. Colhand stood beside the door, a raven on his arm, both staring at the fire. Reflections from the flames glittered four black eyes. He does not eat, Bran remembered, and he fears the flames. So it's pretty like they know that they had destroyed the raiders, like they killed the raiders, and there's been no fucking pigs around. So, uh, yeah, that's it's Soylent Green. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, and and I mean, that's that's straight up. That is straight up me. I mean, Jojun Pace is like a different thing. That's like where I mean, Jojun. We don't is, is at this point. Do is Jojun? Do we think Jojun is dead? Like I thought that they were just kind of. Uh, it, it, I, I'll be honest. It's been almost four years since I reread the series. So like, I, um, my my idea was that they were like bleeding him. He hasn't been seen. And I'm guessing he's being bled. That's yeah. That's what I thought. Like, I didn't think he was being cut up, and his like meat was being served. No, no, not his meat. The idea that I got was I I think blood drinking counts as cannibalism, though. Like, I think that totally qualifies blood drinking. Uh, I think in this case, especially when they're mixing it with like when they're mixing it up and making it seem like it's food and not, it's not, again, like, it's not like the whole simple, like, I'm a vampire, or, like, I'm, I'm like, bathing in the blood of virgins. He's, like, straight right. up eating, like, it's egg corn paste product. mixed with Jojen blood. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what's interesting, though, is to turn that on its side, I mean, up until the 20th century, drinking blood of other beings was subscribed as like a health benefit or something for remedies it, up until the 20th century. That's not that long ago. So I'm just saying, also nutrition. consider that. And exactly nutrition, iron, iron, platelets, like, protein. Uh, pastoral societies would often drink from the legs of their horses, from their mares for nutrition when they didn't have food. And, you know, they're able to stay alive off that shit. So why not? The Joja Pace is cool though, because, what he's the properties within his bloodline or being a green seer like being able to have the blood in your mouth and swallow it allow you to see further or to trip out on it is crazy i think that's a really neat thing that george is doing and i don't know the the use of blood in the story is so interesting to me like what he's able to do with melisandre and stannis with the shadow baby all based off of what they did like just having sex and producing a a baby within a magical person's body like Mm -hmm. i often wonder how much about the, how much in the story is actually real, like when it comes to mysterious stuff that happens, like how much of it is actually magic or how much of it is a misunderstanding. But in those cases, it seems, especially if Jojen Pates is real, in those cases, it seems like the blood and everything is real. So there's actually some kind of mystical thing happening with, with sacrifice and with blood, which is cool. Well, and you brought up Stannis, right? And Stannis and Melisandre have a lot of that sexual cannibalism, like that sexual cannibalism. Um, 
Eliana, again, one of my hosts, she brought up the idea of like cannibalism in this metaphorical sense that Stannis's story in terms of consumption, not just literally eating another body, but like Melisandre using life force to then project a shadow of that person, fucking yeah. the life force out of them, using that life force to create a shadow that you're going to murder some dude with. Like that's insane. And it reminds me a lot and us a lot of like bugs right? Praying mantises, red widows, spiders, the idea of killing your mate before or after sex. And that kind of Freudian idea of, as Eliana put it so beautifully, so delicately, vagina dentata, right? Like the complication Very of delicate. desire, the vagina is going to eat you, Jennifer's body, teeth. God, good movie, really underrated. Uh, it, it's sexual cannibalism. I was just watching Teeth the other day. So good. It's so good. I, I, was, I was actually going to watch Bone Tomahawk too. Uh, earlier today but then i, I watched the adaptation new adaptation of rebecca instead but still uh is yeah Bone Tomahawk um, as yeah. gnarly as they say like i hear that's got it's pretty gnarly i mean see i you have to understand you're asking me and i'm the wrong person to ask because like i i watch things like bad biology by frank hanlatter oh that's a pretty good although that's a pretty good uh example of what you're talking about i don't know if any of you guys have seen bad biology mm -mm. um yeah bone tomahawk <laughs> is rough um and so is Ravenous. That's another one. Um, I those can't are both very convincing. Like gore, Ugh. is that what it is? What makes it bad? Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Damn. <laughs> um, Hama is a good movie. I you're asking me though. I really like horror films. So, and I've seen some extreme shit. So, do you have any I'm Halloween wrong. recommendations? You can keep oh. cannibalism adjacent if you want, but I I need some. <laughs> I'm just curious. Ravenous is good. Um. I always recommend a playthrough of Until Dawn. Um, that's cannibalism adjacent. Um, let me think. Are we talking games or movies? Movies. I, I think hostile cannibalism, or is it just torture? I no, don't watch. It's just torture. I don't, I don't watch. I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of like torture porn. Actually, I mean, yeah. I like gory movies, but I like them. I don't. I don't really like a lot of the Saw films. I like the first Saw film. The first Saw film is really good. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't watch horror stuff generally. It's just not my thing. Like the, um, jump, I, the jump scare stuff doesn't scare me, and the gory stuff. I recommend. I recommend almost any Nightmare on Elm Street film except for Number Six. Number Six is dog shit, and you should skip over it entirely because it's <laughs> terrible. It's not funny. Like you just look up the look up the fucking clip with the power glove, and that's it. Um, but Nightmare on Elm Street. The, is wait, the power glove like, like Nintendo. Nintendo? <laughs> Yes, yes, <laughs> that's it. Give me a coke. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but uh, no. Uh, the one with cannibalism is it night is Nightmare on Elm Street five. Bone Tomahawk is good. If you like Bone Tomahawk, watch Ravenous as well. That's all another cannibalism themed uh, western. Um, Hmm. What about Hills see. Have Eyes? Is that good? Hills Hills Have Eyes is. I actually think both versions of the, that movie are good. Um, Teeth is great. Um, Jennifer's body. We've mentioned that. That one's yes. great. Oh, uh, Ginger Snaps. Hmm. Ginger Snaps is fucking awesome. That uh, sounds like a cookie movie, but okay. No, 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 no. It's a werewolf film. It's a werewolf film. You'd love it, Terry. You'd love it. It's Tara, we're gonna make Ginger Snaps while they watch Ginger Snap. Does yeah. that sound good to you? That sounds good yeah, to me. You? All right, it'll be like, like, it'll be like a double feature where it's like Chloe and I on one side, like cooking baking. ginger snaps, all baking and stuff. Housewife style too, just like here's our ginger snaps. Then you have Zach and Wendy in the other room going, "Here's our ginger snap." <laughs> um, I just, let me think. Great cannibalism movies. Sorry, my brain just like went up. Oh, Cannibal Holocaust is. Yeah. Cannibal it's Holocaust. Is, I have seen that, and I have watched that. It is yeah, very messed up. Damn. It's very messed up, and it's a but it's a classic. It is a classic, and it, I and I'd be I'd be really I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. Um, so we did have someone in the chat who was saying that all the talk of like blood and magic relating may relate to George R. R. Martin's uh, Catholic background. Mm. Um, oh yeah, there's a lot that's cannibalistic. Oh, yeah. Catholicism. Yeah, Catholicism is. I, I it weirds me out a little bit. Sorry, I was I was not raised I was not raised Catholic. I was raised I was, I raised, was. I was raised Baptist. So oh please. god, yeah. How I was are you even Baptist. on the stream with us? Are you allowed? Yeah, 
Hey, at least she's not Amish. Hey, I'm recovering. Sometimes sometimes we grow up and walk away, and that happened with me when I was like 14. Hey, at least she wasn't, at least she's not a Williamsburg Hasidic Jew. Then she wouldn't even be able to have hair. She would have to shave her head all right, like all the time. But but that said, I did grow up in New England. I had a lot of friends who were Catholic. I know a lot about the Catholic faith from them, from like attending their, you know, long services. They're very what are, the, long what are those services? things that they do when they're teenagers? No. Community yeah, confirmation. Yeah, confirmation. Yeah, like all those confirmation things and all that stuff. Like so, like I I learned a lot about it. Um, but the, yeah, the, I mean, the thing is, like a lot of religions take communion. Like my, Baptists take communion. We don't do it the way Catholics do. But no, like, it's, it's in transubstantiation. But it's it's the same thing. It's like you're supposed to action. But it, in Baptist in Baptist religion, it's it's very much symbolic. Like. We we're, first of all we drink grape juice, not wine, because lol, you don't drink wine, y'all. But uh, even though Jesus you know, like, did, oh, yeah. right, of course. Water, but it's, it's like they make it very clear when we're learning about communion and, and and everything that it's it's all very symbolic. But in Catholicism, they're actually supposed to believe that they are eating the blood and drink. Or, I'm sorry, eating the body and yeah. drinking the blood of Christ, like. Mm -hmm. And you even see this in Stannis' camp with R'hllor a lot. I think R'hllor, surprisingly, a lot of people would be very surprised, but R'hllor is probably the closest to Catholicism. Like, uh, the Seven have a lot of, par I mean, all religions have parallels, first of all. Like, outside of A Song of Ice and Fire, religions have parallels because they believe in a higher power. All of them believe that their higher power is the higher power. Those are your parallels. Boom, boom. Framework. Now back into it going forward. Uh, I just want to set the stage up. So like R'hllor between the fire parallels, between the body of Christ, amen, uh, between the prayers and the songs and the chants being so prominent, even down to Devin's, Devin Davos's son wearing the altar boy costume with the, the fiery badge on his heart, the Hitler youth outfit. You know, uh, that like, it, that's, that's kind of what it is. But like, even down to that, it's very Catholicism. Like a lot of that, I'm just like, how many more minutes, mom, do I have to take communion? You know, like I'm just Can having the memories. we leave after communion? No, I'm having the memories. It's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Big I would say our friend uh, Lonely Cat says it was a big disappointment when my husband convinced me to go Methodist and switch to grape juice. So, that wine doesn't have any ABV, it's usually not real, yeah. like real wine at Catholic churches. Almost. It's like cooking wine or something. Yeah, yeah to, like, be fair, always. to be fair, Bullshit. that makes a lot of sense because I don't know if you know this, but a lot of Catholics are alcoholics. Some of who are in recovery, so you don't want to be given actual real wine to a bunch of alcoholics. Hey, from distant Greece. Hi, distant Greece. That's our Hi, friend Broken King is reaching out yeah. from distant Greece. Oh my gosh, it's late there. Or early, yes. very early. Seven hours. Oh, they're eight hours ahead. They're eight hours Yeah, there you go. Siege of Sword Maybe somebody ate it. I I'm wondering what's gonna happen to Victorian's arm. Oh yeah. Ew. Well, it's interesting. I'm pretty sure if anybody eats that, they're gonna be screwed. No one's who's gonna eat that? The dust. Well, it's already pre-cooked. Yeah, I it's know. It's pre-cooked. It's gonna be too useful to eat. It's gonna be something good. There is cannibalism in that plot, right? A Euron, when he comes back from the Corsairs, he tells Victorian that he had the three warlocks. He had the, them eat the one warlock. He forced the warlock yeah. to be fed. And then, no spoilers, but later we learn it's a true story because he still has the warlocks that he's speaking of for so the time in, being. In A Song of Ice and Fire, it seems like there's no... like you. We, one of you mentioned earlier that it's folks that aren't highborn that have been sort of tricked into, duped into, or forced into eating the flesh of other people. In A Song of Ice and Fire, it seems like so far, correct me if I'm wrong, is there no one that's eating flesh for power specifically, like eating the heart of their enemy specifically? Uh, maybe in the Dothraki culture? I mean, they're eating the heart of a horse, but I mean, that's all it's... Organ meat is nutritional. It's very nutritional. Mm -hmm. Like, wild animals go for it first. It's something that we should be eating. My dog loves to eat that kind of shit. But obviously, like, I'm not getting the spirit of a warrior if I eat their heart. I'm probably just getting the nutritional benefit, right? 
But like in the Song of Ice and Fire, does anyone go, I'm going to bequeath your magic magicfulness? Is that something that happens? Not in a straight way, right? Not <laughs> not that's given to us straight. Like not, obviously yeah. the brand moments. Yeah. Okay, let's the come pace. to the table. The, the only, pace. the talking point is, is Jojen Pace real or not? Right. Yes, right. I. it is. I'm sorry, it is. It right. obviously is. All of the chapters are framed in sacrifice. Brand just saw the, the vision at Winterfell after having the Weirwood Pace, sees the vision about blood sacrifice. It, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 but I, and again, that, that kind of brings like us back to the Arya thing as well, where it's like, she's questioning what she's eating and the kindly yeah. man is like, oh, yeah, it's just pork. And she's, and, but again, right after that is when she finally starts like connecting with, uh, where she starts seeing more than what she was seeing before. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and yeah, I, I mean, it's obviously there is magic in, <laughs> the blood there's there's like a there's like oh my god there, i'm remember i'm i'm like flashbacking to like church i'm flashbacking to church oh god I'm, Get her I'm, out pretty of sure, I'm pretty sure oh, there's a song that's like there's magic, the there's magic in the blood there's magic in the blood can i say habanigilla should i say habanigilla to make you feel better <laughs> oh no no don't do that either worse <laughs> worse that's a good one though okay, okay, okay. <laughs> get her uh, out of there drag her out oh, of there. Yeah, what about danny in the heart of corruption in the house of the eye dying yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you remember, so the chapter, hold on, I have it right here. Danny Four, a long stone table filled the room. Above it floated a human heart, swollen and blue with corruption, yet still alive, Westeros. Uh, it beat a deep, ponderous throb of sound, and each pulse sent out a wash of indigo light. The figures around the table were no more than blue shadows. As Danny walked to the empty chair at the foot of the table, they did not stir, nor speak, nor turn to face her. There was no sound but the slow, deep beat of the rotting heart. Keep reading. No, that was it. That's all I'm giving you, Zach. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, but is Hot there? Water. So are we say? Are we saying that would could possibly be cannibalism? If so, how? Well, I think it is. Uh, I think it's more a metaphor of when she ate the heart and what yeah. the original yeah. horse heart was supposed to mean for her, and what it was supposed to mean about taking back her home and going home uh you know the the house well, of the and, red door I mean, for example and i was i, I was thinking well, she, about isn't she the, she's the stallion that mounts the world correct like her, well, her, son, her son is her son was supposed to be but but yeah i mean i i was thinking about that actually like and, and thinking about like danny eating the horse heart and yes it's a horse heart it's not a human piece of flesh but she is at that point that is that is like her complete acceptance of and maybe into or acceptance into and maybe of the Dothraki culture. So, and, and they are, they are one in the same with their horses. Like the, the importance of their bond with the horses is like, they are almost like a, it's like a, you know, brother and sister sort of bond. Yeah. So in, in a way that it's not literal cannibalism, but it's absolutely, absolutely figurative cannibalism that is, mm -hmm. that she's eating the heart of a stallion. And like you said, her son that is inside her supposedly being the stallion who mounts the world that kind of adds that additional, and if you look at that miscarriage too, I mean, that was, I'm okay, babies kind of are succubi, you know, like they're sucking the life out of you, right? So, I mean, that's a type of cannibalization right there that it was Danny or the baby, and it was either the baby's well, destiny or Danny's destiny, right? It was either Danny or, mounts the world or her son does. That reminds me, Sweet Robin and his breastfeeding. <laughs> what well, and he also he also tries to drink from Sansa after his after Lysa dies. Right. I Why would you say this when he <laughs> Why would you ever remind <laughs> us of that? No. I didn't. George did. George so magic in the blood and the breast me. milk. I didn't do it. King's milk, actually, Zach. It's called King's milk. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so if this is like canon and it is at least what we're talking about, and if Jojen Pace is real. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm more so just talking about the blood being actually effective. Yeah. If that's really a thing, then will we see someone like Euron later just being like, fuck it, I'm going in myself, and just eating someone or something to get the power from it? Well, that's blood, what I'm wondering. Because so you have- If anybody's going to be a cannibal in this, in this, if anyone's going to be an intentional, like, bloodthirsty cannibal, it's, it's going to be Euron. Right. Come on. It's well, and so no big major spoilers. I won't give any spoilers for the Winds of Winter sample chapter excerpt. But if you haven't read it, 
what are you doing? You know you're starving They've for content. It. Read this. it. They've read, read it. it. Come you're on. starving for content. It's so good. You have to read it. Look it up. Use the Google machine. T-Wow, The Forsaken. Uh, if somebody has it, posted in chat the link. But it's so good. But there is a sacrifice going on. Again, won't go into details, but there's a huge sacrifice to the gods that may or may not raise a giant something from the sea, a Leviathan, to, you know, fuck some shit up. And so that's to put it bluntly, right? And it's going to require a huge sacrifice to do that. So it wouldn't be surprising if, I mean, that is a form of cannibalization in a way. He's cannibalizing these people, but wouldn't be surprised if Euron then moves from having the warlocks be consumed by each other to consuming magic himself that way. He already consumes Shade of the Evening, and that's a corruption of the Weirwood, really, when you think about it. Mm -hmm. Is that what it is? Is that how they make it there? It's the exact opposite colors. Hmm. It, it's the night wood. Uh, you know what? A really good group of people, Archmaester Emma, Crowfood's daughter, and Amy Blackfire just put out a really cool video on YouTube, I think, today about that. So... Uh, they probably have it all compiled. I'll find a link soon and throw that yeah, in the no. chat, but cool. check it out. Well, you also have the ability to edit the video or anything, so you could just start it. Will you listen? Listen, Tara. <laughs> listen. Um, well, uh, so breakdown. Sorry, we've got shade. like it's cool. Yeah, no, it is. It is, and and I mean, I that that was something I picked up on like early on was that it's it's very it's the opposite of what we're supposed to believe about the weirwoods. Um, but it's also to me, it always was like it read like more like a drug, whereas the weirwoods like we've not seen other than eventually, you know, in Dance with Dragons, we see Bran being fed the weirwood paste, and we're supposed to believe it's just the weirwood stuff. But like we all know, it's probably not. So um, not that they don't have their own magic, they certainly do. But I think there's things that the addition of yeah. somebody's blood you could supercharge it. Imagine if you were drinking it or eating that with Bran's blood. Yeah. Whoa. That's a protein shot. <laughs> Talk about some platelets. Yeah, no kidding. Proteins, <laughs> platelets, all of it. Uh, so we've got like just a few minutes left. Um, do we think this Gagosi will actually be cannibals or is no. it all just like talk? I think it's I, just hype. I think it's just hype. I, I think, think there might have been both. some history where they were, but I doubt they are anymore. Like I I think it's I think it's like it's it's these things they might have existed at one point but eventually you know it's not sustainable yeah exactly I mean, that's exactly. the thing is it's not sustainable their colony already has a lot of issues they have treacherous waters their land isn't a huge harvest they can live off of it but they can't live off their people i think it's ritualistic at most yeah yeah at most if it even still exists anymore which i th i do think it probably did at one point because you know most Legends and stories like that come from somewhere, but yeah, I, I, I what I mean, and, and the one story that we do have is is a maester who was saying that they raid other people and they kill and eat their men. They don't. That doesn't mean they kill and eat their own people. I also think, to an extent, it is um, prejudice that's spread on purpose, just like how you have the free folk being called wildlings. They're not wildlings. That's a slur against them. They're free folk. Wildlings is a name that's used for a savage. It's used not just about them. Cersei uses it about the Dornish. Uh, it's used about people from across the Narrow Sea. It's not a term for the free folk. So when you say wildling, remember, it's a very umbrella term that gets used for savages in Westeros. So I think it's a lot of that. I think it's uh, because if you look at actual history of Westeros, more people in Westeros have had runs with cannibalism then out of westeros that we meet you have the rat cook is a story that originated in westeros you have the night fort uh you have a base you have wyman manderley chilling below the wall someone who's very we didn't bring very up the pies at all what's wrong with us i don't know what's we wrong with y'all but talk about the fray pies <laughs> we forgot the fray pies because I feel like oh, because, because, because nothing that, that is that is just some straight that is just some straight up revenge there is hey, like Titus Andronicus in the house motherfucker like 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 literally that is just straight it, it, it's like the rat cook it's just straight up revenge like they are like he just kills the phrase and he's like oh you're heavier heavier so funny they're like everyone in fam fam meat suck. for dinner just give them <laughs> give them the the meat of their own people who cares is anybody mad about free pies right, is, that's what I like mean. it's like I, would no, I no, want no, no, to no, no. phrase aren't phrase aren't no free lives don't matter okay I'm exactly. sorry exactly 
Like would anybody, would any, not all friends. I think the point of the story is like, maybe not to judge the whole book by its cover, but you know, color me wrong there. I don't know. I don't know. know. If there's a book that says Mein Kampf on the cover, I'd pretty, Mm. I'd judge it. Well, this isn't that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, like, Look, I don't want the my dog just like, like exploded out from under my feet and startled the crap. <laughs> I didn't even realize he was under my desk. Um, so so uh, yeah yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, Dan Pepper in the chat with just well, ten I'm, question marks. I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> Dan. You came in like way too late to understand anything. Where's the chat? How do I see the chat? Uh, you got to go to the video on YouTube. But Dan right. Pepper is is our is our. <laughs> Long time hey, attendee who always fray. dresses in the fray hat for the tournament. And oh, I think like, I jousted him. Y- yes, you, you did. You yes, did. You defeated me. You of course he did. Has, Dan Pepper, has he ever won or does he always get bested by like Pasha at the last minute? Like Everyone gets bested by Pasha at the last minute. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Broken King wants to know if George makes a case for vegetarianism. Uh, it's unfortunately also not sustainable in uh, Westeros right now. So, well, yeah, especially right now because uh, there's winter no food. Is, winter, winter is coming. <laughs> the only things you're gonna have to eat is like <laughs> the starving animals you can find, and we're just gonna say animals for now. Pig, yeah. pig, pig. Yeah. It's a really pig good just... for pig, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I hope somebody ends up eating the rich, at least in Westeros at some point. <laughs> Turn my mic up. Um, <laughs> so I guess um, last question uh, before we kind of wrap up. Are blood sacrifices real and do they work? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, sometimes. Yeah, I think, I think hit or miss we've, we've seen it but i think and i think it's often well, it's more technically, it's more technically than Daenerys, Daenerys did a blood sacrifice and technically it worked technically it worked right but like it it doesn't okay so okay wendy if you want me to count how many people do blood sacrifices that's my point that's well, right, and when they but that's the thing, when they do work if something only works 50 percent then that doesn't really work I'm no, saying no, sometimes it's, it's exactly what it was promised. The blood sacrifice, Drogo was alive. Now, now I'm saying that they're bad. They're still bad. I'm not saying they're good. I'm just saying that they technically do. And that's, you know, it's like dramatic irony. Technically, they do what you ask them to do. And they do happen. Sometimes. So, yes. Um, if, you do, if you do them right. But, like, but they will do exactly what you asked them to do but how i don't know about exactly do you i have mean to be a magic person like not Malchandra? exactly as you want them to do but ask you exactly how about as you ask Aegon the fifth if it worked exactly well for him you know what i no, mean I'm not I it, no 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 i don't think it worked well for him i think it worked exactly as he like you know that's the whole point is that it's sort of like you it's sort of like you ask for a thing you get what you want. That happens all the time in the Song of Ice Fire. It's a big thematic thing in the Song of Ice and Fire. People asking for what they want, and then or what they're asking for something, and they think they get what they want, and it turns out to be absolutely horrifying. So yes, hmm. technically, yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I in would the worst say, way. I would say that it's like a. They never work. If they do work at all, they never work the way people want them to. So yeah. in that case, they don't really work. I mean, that's like, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of a modern example, and I've got like something like on the tip of my tongue that's just like not forming, you know. And maybe I just should shut my mouth because honestly, I might say something I shouldn't. Like a modern example of blood magic? No, 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 no. Like, like a modern, like just, just like a, like a um, sort of a similar example of like you want this thing, like you, 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 you want, like you kind of will this thing to life, but it doesn't like work the way you want it to. I'll give you a perfect mm. example in the series, and like, but not, but in real life, okay? The audience wanted to see Cersei horribly punished for all the horrible things she's done, and Cersei did get horribly punished in a way for a lot of the things she's done. But it didn't go. It, we didn't get what we really wanted, did we? 
it was horrifying when we were given what we want. It horrified us and made us feel terrible and hated. We hated every minute of it. Unless you guys liked, unless you're some kind of fucking weirdo who liked the shame. Walk. But I think that's I a didn't. little, I think that's a little splitting hairs and semantics. And I think that's bringing a completely different feeling into it. Other than the fact that, for example, another character close to Cersei, Kyburn, Gregor Clegane, when he brought Gregor Clegane back, Cersei said, yeah, sure. Just bring him back. Whatever. Right. But when Kyburn did it, it didn't turn out perfectly, which is what Tara and I, I think, are saying is that okay. the plan is to bring things back or the plan is for this blood sacrifice is going to stop the snow. This blood sacrifice is going to this. But if the blood sacrifice did what it was meant to do, then why do you keep making the blood sacrifices over and over again to try to win? That's more what yeah. we're saying. is like, It's like a dramatic irony thing. It's a dramatic irony thing. Interesting. Yeah, it's a dramatic irony thing. We I think we're kind of we kind of feel the same way, but I feel like it's like we're saying it in different ways. Yeah, it, I mean, and to be honest, it's a hard it's a hard thing to even like pinpoint because, like, let's be real, like, like again, it just because something sort of works doesn't mean that it works. Yeah, yes. no, 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 I agree with you there, but like, I mean, like on the most technical level, it's like it's a monkey's paw thing. It's a monkey's paw. You yeah. get, you sat, you kind of get what you sacrifice for, but you don't really get what you want. You get what you say, you don't get what you want. What about what you need? Is there, is that fact in there somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Shut the fuck. Yeah, okay, Mick Jagger. All right, whatever. And on um, that note, we're we're at like just over an hour, so I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, thank you guys for joining. Um, if anybody wants to continue the discussion, obviously, like comment on the video we will definitely be checking it um or comment on our facebook post we'll definitely continue talking to um, hit us up on this. twitter so, yes That's yeah okay. any of us um and also um we'll be back next friday uh maybe not all of us specifically but we do have a panel next friday on uh war oh warm bodies uh it's uh the undead and song of ice and fire i know zach is going to be on it uh and hannah as well from game of owns and uh lady gwen from radio west yeah. so yeah um I, i'm not sure if i if i will be on there to introduce anybody or anything like that because to be honest i i am not going to be home next weekend but um but yeah we will definitely have a panel going next friday at 8 p.m so join us then and we've got one the following friday we'll give you more information on that as it comes about but thank you guys so much for joining the chat i miss all of you all too like we i see you, you all in the chat hey, i miss you, you guys so much dan pepper dan pepper i kept the freight talk to a minimum for you <laughs> I was nice about the phrase for you, Dan. No one else. Yeah, yeah maybe Patrick Doherty, but that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pat, Pat, too, for sure. Pat, too, for sure. Pat and Dan. Pat and Dan. All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we miss you guys. And hopefully, we will see you in April. Hopefully. Right. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. If you like what you heard, please check out my website, ageeksaga.com, or consider supporting me on Patreon at patreon.com backslash ageeksaga.